podcast called What Comes Next. Today we're going to talk about gender. And sexuality. That's true. And the spectrum. And the spectrum that, that they are on. Exactly. Right. So Shane, do you want to tell me a little bit about what the gender spectrum is? Why is it a spectrum? I thought there was only one and two. Yeah, there's only a binary gender. Wait, what? There's only male and female. Oh, that right. makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was always so confused because if you give me any more than one and two, I can't count that. You can't high. count past two. So, oh, like, it's it's so much easier mm-hmm. this way, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm happy for you that you made it this far, only being able to count up to two. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, but really, so, like, you know how there's, like, a color spectrum? Yeah. That's how I view gender and also sexuality, but especially gender, where... You have, like, male on one side and female on the other. And in between, there's, like, a bunch of different genders. Mm-hmm. So, um, you can be non-binary. You can be genderqueer. Um, so, hold on. Yeah. Let, me, let me picture this. I'm going to close my eyes. Mm-hmm. I want everybody else to close their eyes. Close your eyes. Okay. Unless you're driving, then keep your eyes open. <laughs> I'm closing my eyes. Now, what am I seeing? Am I seeing, like, a line? Am I seeing, like, a box? Am I seeing, like, a sphere? Um, I imagine it like a line. Okay. Um, with like, you know how like when there's red on one side and then it like gradients into like yellow, orange, green, blue. Like a nice blue. ombre. Yes, exactly. Love it. Yes. Um, so that's wait, how why I imagine isn't it, it pink and blue? Because that's the definition of genders. <laughs> no? <laughs> sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, I, I need to understand okay. from my brain. All right, you know? so... We can do it like that. We can do the gradient from pink to blue. How much do you hate me right now? I love you so much. I love that you're making it so difficult. (laughs) You can imagine whatever color gradient you want. Okay, cool. Um, So we're going to say that the female side, mm -hmm. right? Because that's what it is, right? Because there's only two. Yes. Right? So the female side Mm -hmm. of this line Mm -hmm. is going to be, uh, let's say, purple. And the male side is going to be pink. Because that really helps with masculinity. Right. Okay. So, okay. And so there's an ombre in between, mm-hmm. right? So is there like a defined middle? I don't know. Is there? I don't think so. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if you can say that there's a defined middle. I don't even think you can de- decide if there's like a defined ending too. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think there's a hundred percent of anything right. in life. Right. You know? Yeah. So how is there a hundred percent female or a hundred percent male right. or a hundred percent middle? Yeah. Like, I think if you ask a cis person if they're 100% male or female, they would probably say yes. But, like, if you get them to really think about it, you could probably, like, mess mess with them a little bit. Because yeah. they'd be like... Because you'd be like, how do you know? And after all, as trans people, that's what we're supposed to do, is it's mess with cisgender yeah. people. By the right. way, cisgender means that you identify with the gender that you were assigned at birth when you were born mm-hmm. in the birthing room. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the doctor. Yeah, so when the doctor was like, that's or a nurse. boy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who does. Yeah. Who do, I th- Everybody here says doctor, but maybe the doctor doesn't. Maybe the doctor just like whips him out and is like, all right, peace. You, right. Know? <laughs> you don't know. Right. Anyway, uh, so let's go back to your, your spectrum. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. That's okay. Um, I mean, that's basically how I view it. And then you can identify wherever along the spectrum. Um, you can identify more with masculinity or more with femininity. Um, you could be right smack dab in the middle. You know, there's people that may even be off the spectrum and just agender and like really not identify with any sort of gender at all. Mm-hmm. You have people that can change on the spectrum depending on the day. 
um, and how they feel. So, serious question. What's the difference between agender and non-binary? Because both means, mm-hmm. like, I'm lacking right. some type um, of gender-like thing. I so think it's mean? up to the person who identifies themselves that way. Yeah. But I agender, from what I've seen generally, is, like, someone that really just feels like a lack of gender. Like, mm-hmm. they don't really, like, have any sense of gender. Yeah. Um, and non-binary. You still have a sense of gender, but it's not, like, a binary gender. Gotcha. So, so it's, it's basically like saying, like, I, I, I'm assuming, and I could be wrong, because I I I don't necessarily identify as non-binary, mm-hmm. and I'll get into that in a little bit, but for me, I can picture someone that's non-binary basically says, like, I... I accept that there's a, a, a like a, a spectrum to this, and I don't fall on either one or the other side specifically. You know what I mean? Right. Like you might you might fall on one side like more leaning towards. Yeah. You know, like I know that there's some people that are like trans masculine non binary yeah. where they're leaning towards masculinity, or you know trans feminine, you know, or just like a feminine non binary person. Right. You know, cool. So so you've got that right. So where where do you fall? Just so we just so we have like an idea. It well, it depends on who's asking. Okay, so <laughs> if I'm, you're asking, I'm asking. I am a, I am a transgendered woman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> transgendered is not a word, by the way. No. Ed is not a word. Um, That's like a harried person that right, doesn't exist. Right. I am non-binary. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so if you had to put a, like a mark. Yeah. on your map of the mm-hmm. spectrum where would you say it is like if you kind of like i'm gonna close my eyes and okay. i want you to tell me where that mark would be so imagine a line yeah and on one end is male and on the other end is female sure. and then there's a, a line directly in the middle of those yeah so then you split it in half so now let's look at the 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 section between that half waypoint yeah and male yeah i feel like i'm in the middle of that okay Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you're definitely, like, masculine-leaning. Yes. In that sense. Mm-hmm. So, you identify as non-binary. Yes. Do you identify as a man? Uh, no. Okay. But if a cisgender person asked you, would you mm-hmm. say you identify as a man? Yes. Why? Because I feel like most of people don't know what non-binary is. Yeah. Um, and I feel also like I'm sort of doing a disservice to myself and other non-binary people as like not coming out as non-binary to most cis people. But I also feel like it's just like a conversation that I normally don't want to have with people. Yeah. Uh, like at a doctor's office, if I'm not seeing like a, or I'm not seeing a doctor that I know is trans friendly, mm-hmm. I'm not going to like put myself down in their paperwork as non-binary because I don't want to have that conversation with them. Yeah. I'll just say like, I'm a man. So do you know others that do that as well? Because I don't actually, like, I don't know. I Personally, I don't know many people that identify as non-binary and like, I, I know one other person other than you, mm-hmm. I should say that, that personally, like I know other people obviously, but I'm saying like, like personally, like friends with them, talk mm-hmm. to them on a like, like monthly basis kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I know that identify as non-binary, but also like, you know, it's a, uh, it's a heteronormative world. Right. You're going to yeah. go like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Do you know a lot of people like that that are doing the same thing as you? I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say. I haven't really asked people those, yeah. that specific question. Yeah. I, I mean, I also 
this is not like super uh, like directly in the line of what we were just asking, but mm-hmm. um, I wonder like if the world weren't so like binary in terms of gender, if like more people would identify outside of the binary or feel comfortable. Yeah. Because like sometimes I wonder if like if I identify as non-binary just because I don't feel like how I imagine like cis men feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if like I it's okay for me to identify as a man even though I don't. But I don't, like, internally feel like a man, and I know that some trans people do internally feel like I yeah. am a man or I am a woman, so... Yeah, yeah, like, so for me, I would say, like, again, you look at that spectrum, right? And you cut it down in the middle, right? So I am leaning towards the female side, but I feel like, for me, it doesn't necessarily stay in one place most of the time, you know? I would say that I'm, like, in terms of how I ID... I would say that I'm I'm very far leaning feminine, you know, mm-hmm. or female, whatever you want to call it. I'm more leaning towards that, but I kind of like depending on how I like feel. I feel like it kind of changes a little bit, but it's men- mainly in that that sector. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say quadrant, but there's not four. There's only two. Right. You know, when you if you cut it down the middle. Mm-hmm. Now the thing is, like, it's hard to cut it down the middle. You right. know what I mean? Because it's like there's like kind of like it's like if you it's sort of like when you zoom in on a picture and like that right. that line gets yeah. wider. Yeah. That's sort of how I feel. Like I feel like there's a gray area in between that. Yeah. So it's like if you had to try to cut it down the middle, that's what it is. You right. know. But I also personally feel, and this is just how I feel. I'm not necessarily speaking for anyone, but I personally feel that like it is virtually impossible to be a hundred percent one side. You know. Yes. Just right. in general. Right, yeah, that's what I was saying before. Like, I don't think that if you, like, really, like, nitpicked a cis person's gender, like, you would find that, like, they have parts of themselves that are not, like, exactly 100%, like, the gender that they identify as. Exactly, yeah. Like, I remember I had a conversation with my mom one time. We were driving, like, it was about, like, a two-hour drive, and I was talking to her about it, and I was like, Mom, like, you're not a very, like, feminine person, you know? She doesn't... You do the stereotypical female things, you know, like a lot of people will assume that she's like, you know, like a, like a butch lesbian because of the way that she looks, mm. you know. Um, but I asked her, I was like, like, how do you feel? Like, I'm like, mom, if, if someone said like, you're a guy, would you get upset? And she'd be like, honestly, not really. She'd be like, yeah, that's, I kind of agree with you. Like, I'm not really that very feminine, you know. And I was like, so if you had to choose, like, and where would you put yourself? She'd be like, I'm sort of like in the middle, you know? And that comes from, you know, she's my mother and she has, she, her pronouns and she uh, identifies as a woman, but maybe that may have changed if she was like, you know, of a younger generation, maybe she would have explored that more, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, it's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Because I, I know like if someone referred to my mom as a man, she'd be probably pretty upset. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But my mom's just like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Or sure. like, like if my, um, my brother got misgendered, he would be upset. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if has happened to him because he is smaller like me. Um, and he grew out his hair, so it's pretty long. Yeah. Um, but he also like wears hats all the time when he dresses pretty masculine. So yeah, I don't know if it's happened to him, but I know my sister actually got misgendered when she was at work and my sister is like, very feminine looking. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that happened at all. But she was sort of upset about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it doesn't happen often with like no. cisgender people. So when they do get misgendered, it's almost like a 
like a threat to them, you right. know? And there's like more to it, I guess. Like, again, maybe I'm speaking for more people. Like, disclaimer, guys. Like, I'm right. I'm not speaking on behalf of the transgender community. I'm just speaking on like my exp- myself. And I just like to, I think out loud a lot, you know? As a transgender person, I'm kind of used to getting misgendered, you know? There was a long <laughs> time where it was like literally a flip of a coin. You know, I worked, I work in retail. And so... I have people coming up to me and gendering me regardless if, if I want to be gendered by them or not, you know? And you can see, like, when I get, like, reviews, they'd be like, she's right. great, he's great. It's like, yeah. wait, hold on. Like, right. you just used both genders right. in the same review. Like, what is oh, going on? Happened? You know? It happened once. Wow. <laughs> they didn't, like, they were confused, yeah. you know? And it's funny because when I would say, like, my name is Andrea, they would be like, oh, your name is Andre. Okay. Because they didn't hear the A. Right. Or they just decided not to hear it. Right. And they're like, okay, your name is Andre. I'm going to call you Andre. Right. I'm like... Nope. Good try, you know? Yeah, so it's funny because people misgendering me at work was actually, like, how I started realizing I was trans. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any, like, gendered word that, like, just, like, gets under your skin? For me, it's sir. I cannot... If someone calls me sir, it just gets under my skin. It has ruined me to the point where I'm, like, bawling in the break room kind of thing, you know? Um, I really, it's so weird because it's just a word, but for some reason, yeah. like the connotation of it just made me like right. crawl um, on my skin. I really hate ma'am, and I I hate it also like specifically. I hate ma'am and man because they sound so similar. Oh yeah. So like even now I can't tell what people are saying. Yeah, when they say man, you're just like what? Yeah. What'd you say? I'm like, what do you what are you calling <laughs> me? I get that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I wanted to talk to you about. So there's the gender spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the sexuality spectrum. And I feel like mm-hmm. they kind of go hand in hand yeah. as well. But they're not one and the same. Right. Right? And my sexuality is yes. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if someone yes. asked me... Okay, cool. <laughs> if someone asked me, would you date this kind of person? I would say yes. If they asked me, would you date this kind of person? I would say yes. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's sort of how I feel. Like, like it, it doesn't really matter, you mm-hmm. know, in my, in yeah. my mind, you know? Um, what about you? In theory, that's how it is for me, but I generally find myself more attracted to, like, more masculine people. Mm-hmm. I don't... I call myself, like, pretty gay. Like, okay. I'm not, like, like 100%, like, I'm only attracted to other, like, masculine people, but I, like, I leave it open. Yeah. Um, I definitely have had periods of time where I identified, like, on the binary of the sexuality spectrum, mm-hmm. or, like, when I was first coming out and I was, like, still confused about my identity... I thought I was a lesbian because I was like, well, I'm masculine. I like I feel way more comfortable being masculine. So, and I'm a woman in quotes. Mm-hmm. So I must be like a lesbian because like yeah. those were the only masculine women that I saw. Yeah. Um, and then I realized like, no, I'm not a lesbian. I'm trans. And then I was like, I knew I had crushes on on guys like when I was growing up. So yeah. like I wasn't gonna discard that part either. And also having like come out and like then presenting as more masculine made me feel more comfortable about potentially being in a relation relationship with a more masculine person. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for mm-hmm. you. And this is a question for myself as well, because we have, we both came out at almost the exact same time. We both started transitioning at the exact same time. And we both were attracted to, uh, we'll say what at the time, I don't want to say what we were identified as, mm-hmm. but like what we were told that we were supposed to be, what we thought we were, I mm-hmm. guess we'll say, we were attracted to the opposite sex, right? So like when I was you know, quote unquote, like a boy, you know, I was attracted to primarily women and you were attracted to, I'm assuming primarily men. 
or at least it was the safe thing to do, so that's what you did. Yeah. Do you feel that that prolonged your discovery of what your gender was? The fact that you were, at the time, yeah, saw yourself as a woman, and you were, like, attracted to men. Yes, because my attraction to men was sort of confusing to me because I was, I was like, very jealous of gay men. And I was attracted to men in a way that I felt like wasn't like a feminine way. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be in a relationship with a man that was gay. So I was so confused by that because I was like, well, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And that's funny because I was very similar where Mm -hmm. I knew that I was bisexual you know, or or at least that's what I identified as when I was younger, like I said in the, in the last uh, episode. But I knew that I wanted to be with a guy, but I knew that I didn't want to be with a guy as a guy. Mm-hmm. And that was just so confusing to me. So mm-hmm. I was like, I guess I'm bi because I still like women. Yeah. And that was the only thing I can think of. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think that there was even a, uh, like, the, the even the word transgender didn't even exist, you right. know, like we said before. Yeah, I think also... I don't know if this was the case with you, but I was very confused initially about, like, whether my attraction to people was, like, jealousy or was it attraction? Like, like yeah. when I was attracted to men, like, I was like, and then I thought I was a lesbian because I was like, oh, I wasn't attracted to men. I was just jealous of them, which, like, obviously turned out to not be the case. But I also think it can be both, which is, like, confusing. And yeah. I think I think that's some other people's experience as well. Um, but, like, I had to, like, sort of parse that out, whether, like, was I just attracted to them, or was I jealous, or was it both? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was a very similar thing. Like, like, I knew that I was attracted to women, but I, like, saw, like, the female body as, like, the most beautiful thing in the whole entire world. So, yeah, and now I look back at it, it was totally envy. Like, 100% envy. I was like, why can't I be like that? Like, Mm -hmm. why is my body betraying me, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, I remember there was a time back in high school. uh, We had uh, band camp over the summer. My band teacher, like, I guess didn't see me for a few months. And so she goes like, oh, Andy, like, your shoulders have gotten so much broader. You look so manly. And I was just like, What? But for some reason, that made me feel bad. Yeah. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, no, I don't want that. Yeah. But I was like, I guess I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a good thing. Somebody just told me that's a good thing. Right. But I didn't like it, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, that has nothing to do with gender identity, I guess. Well, it does because it's before you realize you were trans and it's sort of subverting yeah. your ideas of like, obviously, if someone's complimenting me, I'm supposed to feel comfortable with this, but I don't. So it's just, it's like upending your ideas of gender. Yeah. So, let's talk about the difference between gender expression and gender um identity, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or how you feel, right? Yeah. So, like from what I learned and this is how I learned it, right? Your gender your your sexuality is who you want to go to bed with. And your gender identity is who you go to bed as. You know, the expression is the only thing that can be dictated by others because it's a societal thing. You know, it's based off of society. How does society view it? You know, back years and years ago, boys wore pink and boys had 
high heels and, you know, wigs on. Right. That doesn't happen anymore, obviously, mm. but, like, not all at the same time, but you get the idea. And that's where the expression comes in. So, like, would you say that your expression is, like, closely aligned to your identity or how you feel? It's definitely closer than it was previously, but it's not, like, completely in line with my identity. Do you want it to be? Yeah. Um, I think with stuff, like, express Like, especially when I first came out and, like, started medically and socially transitioning, I, like, wanted to be viewed as way more masculine than I previously was because I just, like, really... I don't think that the way I presented myself was very masculine besides the way I dressed. Mm-hmm. So once, like, my my body and my presentation was more, was more masculine. Um, and this is something like I'm dealing with now, especially because my transition has been like very binary, even though I'm non-binary. Mm-hmm. Um, but like wanting to express myself in a more like non-binary way, um, yeah. or like gender non-conforming way, stuff like painting my nails or like wearing clothes that are maybe a bit more feminine, mm-hmm. um, or like wearing like a bit more feminine jewelry, yeah. um, which I don't feel like safe doing, especially in like the environment we work in because we, meet so many strangers every day yeah do you feel like when you first came out Mm -hmm. publicly or socially that sort of like the floodgates opened and that you were like oh i can finally explore masculinity so i'm just going to like just i'm just gonna feel it all out yeah definitely yeah because i get i definitely feel that in terms of my sense because like i held myself back a lot so Mm -hmm. when i did come out it was like you know i I explored every single aspect that I could at, at that short period of time, you know? It was disheartening because obviously, like, I wasn't happy with the way I looked at the time because it was so early on. Yeah. But, like, I wanted to, like, put on dresses and, like, wear skirts, but I wind up finding myself being so scared that I, like, for the first year of me transitioning, I wore, like, very androgynous clothing, you know? Like, just plain skinny jeans and oversized hoodies, and mm-hmm. that's all I wore for literally a year. Uh, and, like, the only thing that was, like, really feminine about me is sometimes I would wear, like, a necklace and I have, like, like a choker or something like that and I had, like, my nail polish on. And that was it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have anything else because I was kind of afraid and I knew that I didn't look like it. So I was like, oh, in my head, I was saying, like, oh, maybe I'll just, like, come off as, like, a quiet gay boy instead of, like, a, a girl yet because I just don't look the part. And that was a lot of, like, internalized transphobia with myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Like, my first... I, I felt like I didn't pass, really, um, as much as I wanted to as, like, a, a more masculine person until, like, I was over a year on hormones. So, like, my first year, I was still pretty androgynous, and, like, people were relatively confused about, like, what my gender was, and, like, I got, like, different pronouns a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I dressed, like, as masculine as I could to, like, sort of force people's hand into identifying me as, like more masculine but now like I feel like that's not as much of a concern as mine so I feel like I can play with like my expression a little bit more yeah so I don't necessarily feel like or I do feel like there's a default I kind of try to want to land where my identity is and how I want my expression to match that but I know that it doesn't stay there like sometimes I'm like way more feminine like if I'm at like a wedding or something like that I will go full out like in a gown and you know full face makeup and all that kind of stuff but then Most of the time when I'm at work, no makeup, jeans and a t-shirt, you're lucky I have a bra on, you know what I mean? (laughs) And like, that's it, you know? Yeah. 
So do you feel like your expression of your gender varies depending on like just the context of the situation? Or do you feel like it also varies internally? Sort of. If I'm going to work and I know I have to get ready for work and I don't want to be late, I'm not going to wake up a half an hour early to put on makeup. It's just not for me. It just never was. And that was part of the reason why when I was younger, I was like, maybe I'm not a girl because I don't like to put on makeup all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't until much more recent that I was like, oh, I could be a girl and not have to wear makeup. But I think it's part of the reason why I didn't transition so soon was because of the fact that I I did have a full beard that would grow very quickly. So, like, I knew that the only way that I could, you know, pass in quotes and passing is if somebody in the outside world sees you as the gender that you feel like, you know, I wanted to, like, I felt like the only way I could pass was if I put on makeup to hide the fact that I had this, like, stubble or shadow, so... So it's not really a matter of you feeling, like, stifled by the situation. It's just, like, you have certain times where you feel like you can express your gender more because you have the opportunity to? I have that now, but in the past it wasn't. It was not a choice, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I I, I dressed androgynous because I didn't have a choice. Right. You know, in my mind, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I, like, give full kudos to the, like, trans women that I know that they will dress before they even start hormones mm-hmm. and publicly i was terrified of that i did it all privately because i just i just didn't have the strength to do it right. you know and i took baby steps you right. know yeah and of course there's also people that like never go on never medically transition and they just socially transition and like change like the way they dress yeah um yeah but i feel like and it doesn't make them any less of right of course not who they are you yeah. know um but i feel like personally like medical transition make a big difference in, like, how comfortable I felt um, expressing, like, other parts of my identity. But still, like, I feel like because our, like, uniform, I guess, at work is, like, pretty unisex, like, everyone Mm -hmm. wears the same thing, basically. Because I feel like a lot of my gender expression is, like, I can express through clothes. I know, like, nothing would probably happen to me if I, like, painted my nails and went to work. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's still, like, just being confronted with, like, like, people asking questions about it or, like... You know, stuff like that. Okay, so I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. What would you say that you're more afraid of? If you put if you put on nail polish and you went to work, right? Mm -hmm. And would you be more afraid of like, or not afraid, but would you not want to have that conversation, or is it that you don't want people to pass judgment on you without them knowing you? It's that I don't want to have the conversation. I don't at this point. I don't really care what people think of me. Yeah. Um, or of like my gender expression. Yeah. And what like, connotation wearing nail polish would have on the person who looks like me. Yeah. I would be more... I, I'm, like, a very non-confrontational person, and I don't like having conversations that make me uncomfortable with people that yeah. I don't know. I get you. So it's more like the conversation. Yeah. It's funny because I am the opposite in that res- respect. I like to have those uncomfortable conversations you know like that's why i used to have a bracelet that said like protect trans lives on it and i used to wear it every single day at work because it was like my badge of honor and so like i will bring it up sometimes like i'll talk to like people at work that aren't co-workers as long as i know i'm safe like they yeah. don't have like a maga hat on right it's like there's some connotation with that you right. know in my perfect world my perfect little bubble i don't want anyone to know that i'm trans unless i tell them I want, I want to be in control of that, that conversation and that mm-hmm. narrative. I don't want you to be, you know? Right. Um, and I don't mind talking about it. I love talking about it. It's part of what reason why we're doing this. Right. But, like, that's that's sort of how yeah. I feel. Yeah, so it's interesting that you say that because I, 
I recently came to the realization that I like um, appearing as, I guess, what you would call, like, gender non-conforming. Mm-hmm. But I don't want people to know what my assigned gender at birth was, which was, I felt yeah. like previously, like, I had to identify myself as, like, transmasculine, because yeah. that implies that I was, like, assigned female at birth. Yeah. And now I realize, like, I don't really need, that's not important for people to know. Like, I like being, I like appearing as, like, gender non-conforming or non-binary, but that's separate from my starting point, I guess. Yeah. Is what, yeah. So, I hadn't thought about that before. Like, I felt like if I was appearing as trans or being out as trans then like that came with the implication that people need to know my how I was born yeah yeah I mean that's very interesting because mm -hmm. like I think a lot of people in general they're like oh that person looks trans you know I remember when I first came out to my family Mm -hmm. they would want to relate of course so they'd be like oh you'd never guess what happened we were at you know like the aquarium and there was this trans person there and I just remember being like, how do you know that person's trans? Right. Like, you just assumed. Right. You know? And, like, I hate, like, oh, you assumed my gender. Right. Like, whatever. You know? You can laugh it off now. Right. Like, but seriously, like, there's no such thing as looking trans. Right. Because you, we all just look human. Right. You know? Like, yeah. there might be people that m- may have secondary sex characteristics or, like, an expression that is against, like, the binary. Mm-hmm. Or, or that's different from the binary, but they're still just human. Like, they don't necessarily mean that they're trans, right. you know? There's cisgender women that identify as a woman that have, like, a mustache just because it happened. Right. And they're just like, you know what? I don't feel like shaving it every single yeah. day, and I'm just going to embrace it, mm-hmm. and I'm still a woman. And I'm yeah. like, there you go. Yeah. There's a perfect example. That person doesn't look trans because there's no such thing as looking trans. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think when we're talking about people's genders, we... We need to just talk about, like, of course, if they even want to have the conversation, but, like, what gender they are and not what I, how they were born. Like, I don't think that's important. Yeah. Um, and I think that that is the focus a lot of the time with, like, people's assigned genders at birth is just, like, where they're tra- transitioning from. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I like, yeah, we kind of went on a tangent, though, because we were talking about gender spectrum. And the spectrum in general, you know? Yeah, and gender expression. Yeah, and Just expression. Be- because, like, your identity and your expression can be different, obviously. Yeah, it can um, be very different. Yeah. yeah. So, how has it... Uh, so, I know this channel, uh, or this podcast, I don't know if you call it a channel or not. I don't know the terminology for podcasts. You're going to have to fill me in later. Mm-hmm. I know this is supposed to be more about, like, hey, I know I'm trans, what, but what comes next? But I do want to, like, kind of set some groundwork. So that's why these two, like, right. like two episodes are a lot about, like, what we did in the past and who we are mm-hmm. and how we feel about things. Just so you guys can kind of relate to us a little bit more and understand where we come from, you know? But, like, how has, or how has your understanding of your identity changed your expression, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so for me, for instance, like, when I was younger, I... I thought I was male, you know, like, that's what I thought. That's what I was told. I was a very reasonable person, you know, and I I thought within reason, if I look like this, I must be a man, Mm -hmm. you know, or I was a boy at the time, actually, you know, I was much younger. So I dressed as a guy because that's all I knew I could do. You know what I mean? Uh, And I wasn't able to express, even though I wanted to, I wasn't able to express at all. So I I had them aligned up perfectly, you know, And and I didn't change anything 
until I started transitioning yeah. medically and, and, and socially. When I started transitioning medically and socially, I tried to keep my expression the exact same way that I felt that my medical transition was going, which doesn't even make sense. Like, that's not a real thing. Right. But, like, I tried to be, like, if I looked more androgynous, I wanted to dress more androgynous. And as soon as I started getting gendered female majority of the time, that's when I started getting comfortable wearing more feminine clothing and expressing more feminine, you know? Yeah. I could see that because especially like how our society works today, it's really taboo for masculine appearing people to dress more feminine. Yeah. So for me, it wasn't the same in that I just, as soon as I like realized I was trans or I wanted to appear more masculine, I like immediately just started dressing as masculine as I could. Yeah. Um, And I didn't feel unsafe doing that because if anything, people would just like perceive me as a more masculine woman yeah um which is like it, i mean it depends on where you are of course but it's it's definitely seen as more acceptable than being a feminine man mm-hmm. um but like i said now that but similar to you in the beginning like people told me i was a girl so i was like well i guess i must be a girl um so my identity and my expression lined up because that's all i knew yeah and then when i came out then I guess my expression and my identity were different because I was still... My expression as perceived by others was probably as a masculine woman, even though my expression, how I felt, was masculine. But my identity was masculine. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I get it. So okay. so I'm going to translate it in my brain. Yes. So it was like, as soon as you came out, like, to yourself, we'll mm-hmm. say, right? Because, like, I feel like everybody has that, like, aha moment, right? right? You... We're like, okay, my expression's on this side. Yes. Like, you immediately just jumped the fence, you hopped over, mm-hmm. and you built your house on the other side. Right. And you were like, okay, I'm here. Eventually, my body will catch up, you right. know, once I, get my, yes. once I get my hormones and all that kind of stuff. Where for me, it was like, I looked over the fence, I peered over, it's like, that looks so cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's so much better, right. you know, for me. And so I just kind of like told everybody like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to jump the fence. And they're all like, okay, like, when do you want me to like start using she, her pronouns? I'm like, when I'm over the fence. Mm -hmm. And they're like, that doesn't make sense. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, yeah, like, that's not how this works. So just, just tell me and you can jump the fence. And I was like, what are you talking about? No, I need to jump over the fence when I'm ready. And they're like, you can jump the fence now if you want. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, so then I jumped the fence. Right. And then I, you know. Right kind of went that route. Right. But this is a good point. In my head, there's no such thing as like when you're trans, the grass is greener on the other side. It's just a different grass. Yes. In my head. Yeah. You know? Like I don't necessarily like the, all of the problems and all the benefits of being on this side of the fence doesn't necessarily mean it's a better thing. It's just better for me. It feels right for me. Right. You know? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I feel like no matter how your trans, what your transition looks like and whether you transition medically or not or socially or not, like even if you just come out to yourself and you don't come out to anyone else, mm-hmm. if you, no matter what your coming out looks like, there's still always going to be like difficulties with like how people perceive you and how you want to be perceived and like your internal sense of gender versus how people see you. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I like that. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything else I want to talk about with this subject. You didn't have any other questions? I don't know. Okay. I can't think of anything. Do you have any questions for me? No, I feel like we covered it pretty well. Yeah. 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 I mean, this the spectrum is... The thing to remember 
it's okay to be not sure. Because I wasn't sure. Right. You... I wasn't sure either. Yeah. I, I want to I wanna kind of preface that most of this channel is going to be about not our past. Like, we right. bring it up, obviously, because yeah. it's, it obviously defined who we are in some some aspect, but it's not exactly who we are. Like, mm-hmm. like there's more to us. That's why this channel is called What Comes Next. Right. So. If anyone who is cis gender is listening, I would be interested to hear your thoughts about the gender spectrum and like if you feel like you identify as somewhere other than a binary gender now that you've heard us talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. let us know um, yeah. somehow through the social media. Yeah. Uh, through the internet tubes. Yeah. You'll Fly figure through out. those tubes. You'll and, figure it out. And come to us. Slide into our DMs. Yes. Please um, slide into our DMs. And yeah, like let us know. And also, if you guys have any questions about it, just let us know. Yeah, it'd be fun to do a Q&A. I think we might have to do a few more episodes before we do a Q&A, but that would be fun. Yeah, I want to do a Q&A. Mm-hmm. I also want to bring someone that is not a trans on the show. Yeah. I know that's, like, taboo, you know? Um, but Saying let's do a that. trans or bringing a cis onto the show? Both. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like how you yeah. said a cis, too. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer, a trans is not a thing, and us is is not a thing, I right. promise. Gender's not real. Remember that, kids. Nothing's real. Okay, Thanks bye. for listening. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>